Washington right now. He's in the building and they're interviewing him and they had dinner. Uh, he had dinner with Ron Rivera yesterday and then the meeting is continued today, the formal interview today and he's still in the building which tells me that both sides are definitely interested. I have all this and more. All right, let's get it. So guys, Airbnb or bust, right? That's the title of, of this episode and we're going to dig into who Eric Bieniemy is just to kind of give us a background. We all know that he was on this uh, path with Kansas City. You know, they're winning championships. That he's doing all that he can. But let's look at the back. Let's look at some background. Let's let's look at the whole uh, entire resume of Eric Bieniemy and what he's done so far in his career. Um, it's just sad that the guy cannot get a head coaching job. But we're going to talk about what Eric Bieniemy signing with Washington really means, especially with a new owner coming in. It's going to be a lot of interesting things, a lot of interesting dynamics. Does he go and get his own quarterback? Does he rock with the quarterback that are in-house? Do they, you know, so it's lots of philosophy talk right now. It seems like both sides are very interested in making this thing happen. And it's all about philosophy. It's all about the direction of the team. So Eric Bieniemy, man, he's 53 years old. So he's good age for a coach. And I honestly, I think that there's a possibility to where if Ron Rivera does not win seven games this year, I mean, does not win nine or 10 games this year and make the playoffs, Ron Rivera could be well on his way out of town. So it's kind of interesting that Ron Rivera is having a meeting with this guy to bring this guy under his uh, uh, coaching staff, meaning that this could possibly be his replacement. Okay. Andy Reid is not going anywhere anytime soon and, Eric Bieniemy has been under Andy Reid's, um, how can I put it, under Andy Reid's uh, wings, and uh, I mean he's, you know he's, he's a guy that can coach. He has some talent, but you know Andy Reid takes a lot of the play calling. Then people are asking, why would Eric Bieniemy take a lateral job from Kansas City, who has just won a championship, to DC? But for the fact that Eric Bieniemy just celebrated a parade and celebrated the championship, and then the next day. Or a few days later, he's in D.C. meeting with these guys. It has to tell you that there is some interest there. Now, a few things about Washington right now. So Washington right now has Sam Howell. They're saying that Sam Howell might be the guy in the future. He might be the future quarterback. We don't know. What if Eric Bieniemy comes here and fails? It's going to hurt his chances as at becoming a head coach. But all coordinators get jobs, and it's crazy that – you know, he's passed up. I'm not going to pull the race card. I'm not going to say because he's black. But, hey, because he's black, could that be the reason why he's not getting a job? I don't think it's because of his skin color. Now, you can say it's Andy Reid. You can say Andy Reid is the reason why Eric Bieniemy has a lot of success. So then there's this proven thing where everybody's saying that Eric Bieniemy has to go here to prove himself. Let's say he goes to D.C. and he makes that offense a top – a top offense, right? Then what happens? The phone starts ringing and everybody wants this guy to become a head coach. So it could be that. It's more than just the, uh, you know, then it's like, oh, first time head coaches don't have the success, but look at the Eagles. 
They have two coordinators. They just got a head, you know, they just got a head coaching job. The Eagles lost. And here's a guy who won, but he's not getting a head coaching job. So this is good for the commanders. I'm excited. Um, he's in the building. I say, man, trap this guy, lock him down. Make sure he does not leave the building without a contract. You pay this guy whatever he wants. You bring him in, and he's going to attract free agents. So when you when you have this guy locked in, right, then it's like, what are you doing? And, and you can hear Patrick Mahomes saying a lot of good things about Eric, right? You hear Andy Reid talking about, saying a lot of good things about Eric. So he's a guy that has pedigree. He's a guy that 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 is valued. Might not be valued as much all around the league, but on that team, you can hear Andy Reid saying that, hey, in the second half, the enemy was the reason why we came back. The enemy was the, oh, man, this guy had some great play calling, you know, throughout the game. So um, it's a little bit about uh, the enemy. He started out as a player um, in uh, San Diego Chargers from 1991 to 1994, Cincinnati Bengals from 95 to 98, played for the Eagles in 1999, and then that was it. That was the end of his career. He now transitioned as a coach, Colorado, running backs coach, UCLA, runnings back, running back coach, Minnesota, running back coach, then Minnesota assistant head coach, running back coach, uh, Colorado, again, offensive coordinator. Then he finally latched on with a good job with the Kansas City Chiefs, started as the running backs coach from uh, 20, uh, 2013 to 2017. Then he gets promoted in 2018 to present. So from 2018 till now, this guy has been the offensive coordinator and we know the track record of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not going to go in and tell you where they ranked offensively each year. You know, a lot of that you can say, oh, Patrick Mahomes, but <clears throat> through the system, through what they have. So what really makes the Kansas City Chiefs tick? Obviously, you have your franchise quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. That's great. Every team is not going to have a franchise. There's only one Patrick Mahomes is what I'm saying. So whether the commanders rock with Sam Howell or they rock with, let's say they pursue the draft. In the draft right now, how many quarterbacks are actually better than Sam Howell? I can think of two, maybe. Bryce Young, CJ, right? Those are the consensus one and two, which however you want to switch it, right? So if Sam Howell is the guy that they want to see what he has, why not draft the offensive lineman at 16? Why not take a B. John Robinson at 16? I've said that before, and Washington fans have been like, man, you're crazy, Manny. Why would we take a, a, a B. John Robinson at 16 when we have this and we, and we have that? If you look at the track record, this guy started off as a RB coach. This is a guy that's telling you, look, I know how to use the R. I know how to use the running backs. Then you can say, okay, what did he do in Kansas City with guys like uh, Clyde Arizalaire? Clyde Arizalaire is not a really good player, but look what he's done with Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick. Okay? You can say Pacheco, Brian Robertson. You can kind of say those guys are similar. and You can kind of see how he can use a guy like this. Now, one thing I can say about the Kansas City Chiefs is that they went on and they improved that offensive line. Until that offensive line improved, that is the sole reason why they went back to the Super Bowl. The year they lost versus the Bucs, that offensive line was terrible. From that loss until present, they've been working that offensive line. They made a trade for uh, Orlando Brown. I mean, they've been doing little, little moves here and there, little moves, big moves, all to improve that offensive line. 
So it tells me if the enemy comes here, his first mission might be to improve that offensive line. If you improve that offensive line, right, you got the wide receivers, you got the running backs, you can possibly do some things at tight end, maybe in the second, third round. There, there, there are multiple guys, Dalton Kincaid, you know, obviously the main guy is Mayer, and I think Mayer goes within the top 16. He's that special of a talent at tight end. I do not mind a Michael Mayer at uh, 16 to the commanders. I really don't. Anything that the commanders can do offensively that help this team get to the next level, I'm all for it. If they take a guard, I'm all in. If they take a offensive tackle, I'm all in. I've always talked about why not the commanders go ahead and, dra and draft a legit left tackle that you can move certain guys or you draft the right tackle. I mean, whether left tackle, right tackle, doesn't matter. You can put one in, let on the other side, and then you can kick in uh, Cosme to right guard where I feel is his best position. Uh, Tony, what's good? Tony says, what would make Eric Bieniemy choose our team? Opportunity. Let's talk about opportunity. There's new ownership coming in, right? Not only that, Eric, Eric Bieniemy is a smart guy. OK, he knows that maybe his quickest path to a head coaching job would be to come to Washington. If he comes to Washington, if things go sour, if things go wrong with Ron Rivera, I'm telling you guys right now, Eric Bieniemy is the head coach. If Eric Bieniemy comes in for some reason, the team is not working. The team starts off slow. Let's say the team starts off, God forbid, a two and four record or five and two. I mean, two and seven. Or something, some kind of crazy record where nothing is working out. Do not be surprised if Ron Rivera is fired and Eric Bieniemy is the interim coach. To where now you can show, okay, what you made out of. Let's see what you look like as the guy calling the shots, just not offense, but defense, the whole entire nine yard. Let's see what you can do. And if he does well, he gets that job. It could be a, a scenario where maybe the team does some things and Maybe the team falls short of the goal, whatever their goal is, whether it's nine wins, that should be the first goal, whether it's a, a playoff appearance, whether it's a, it's a playoff win, or whatever the case may be. Let's say they fall short of the goal. And then the team says, you know what? Let's go a different direction. Ron Rivera out, be enemy in. So you look at it as a lateral move. Everybody's asking the same questions. Why would Eric be enemy want to leave Kansas City and come to Washington? He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. I think that he he possibly feels like, look, he's done as much as he can, right? What other jobs are available? Are there any other offensive coordinator jobs available? That's one. Two, maybe, like I said, philosophy has to match. Maybe he comes here and he gets to run the show, right? He comes in and says, hey, Ron Rivera, I'll get a few input from you, but I'm going to implement my offense. I'm going to show why I'm so creative. Everybody says Andy Reid this, Andy Reid that. It'll give him an opportunity to show how creative he, he is. And it could just be a one-year thing. He comes in, if he does well, he's gone. He's gone. The, the minute this guy gets a head coaching job, he's gone. And if the Washington commanders know that this guy comes in, let's say he comes in and he turns the commanders to a top five offense. And that's what Sam Howell. You know how impressive that is? Action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, 
You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now on DraftKings Sportsbook, is giving all new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Wow, that's amazing. Download the DraftKings Sports app right now. Use promo code TPPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. This promo code uh, uses promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sports. Obviously, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. A lot of that you can say, oh, Patrick Mahomes, but <clears throat> through the system, through what they have. So what really makes the Kansas City Chiefs tick? Obviously, you have your franchise quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. That's great. Every team is not going to have a franchise. There is only one Patrick Mahomes is what I'm saying. So whether the commanders rock with Sam Howell or they rock with, let's say they pursue the draft. In the draft right now, how many quarterbacks are actually better than Sam Howell? I can think of two, maybe. Bryce Young, CJ, right? Those are the consensus one and two, which however you want to switch it, right? So if Sam Howell is the guy that they want to see what he has, why not draft the offensive lineman at 16? Why not take a B. John Robinson at 16? I've said that before, and Washington fans have been like, man, you're crazy, Manny. Why would we take a, a, a B. John Robinson at 16 when we have this and we, and we have that? If you look at the track record, this guy started off as a RB coach. This is a guy that's telling you, look, I know how to use the R. I know how to use the running backs. Then you can say, okay, what did he do in Kansas City with guys like uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is not a really good player. But look what he's done with Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round pick. Okay? You can say Pacheco, Brian Robertson. You can kind of say those guys are similar. And you can kind of see how he can use a guy like this. Now, one thing I can say about the Kansas City Chiefs is that they went on and they improved that offensive line. Until that offensive line improved, that is the sole reason why they went back to the Super Bowl. The year they lost versus the Bucs, that offensive line was terrible. From that loss until present, they've been working that offensive line. They made a trade for uh, Orlando Brown. I mean, they've been doing little, little moves here and there, little moves, big moves, all to improve that offensive line. So it tells me if the enemy comes here, his first mission might be to improve that offensive line. If you improve that offensive line, right, you got the wide receivers, you got the running backs, you can possibly do some things at tight end, maybe in the second, third round. There, there, there are multiple guys, Dalton Kincaid. You know, obviously the main guy is Mayer, and I think Mayer goes within the top 16. He's that special of a talent at tight end. I do not mind a Michael Mayer at uh, 16 to the commanders. I really don't. Anything that the commanders can do offensively that help this team get to the next level, I'm all for it. If they take a guard, I'm all in. If they take a offensive tackle, I'm all in. I've always talked about why not the commanders go ahead and, dra and draft a legit left tackle that you can move certain guys or you draft the right tackle. I mean, whether left tackle, right tackle, doesn't matter. You can put one in, let on the other side, and then you can kick in. 
uh, Cosme to right guard where I feel is his best position. Uh, Tony, what's good? Tony says, what would make Eric Bieniemy choose our team? Opportunity. Let's talk about opportunity. There's new ownership coming in, right? Not only that, Eric, Eric Bieniemy is a smart guy, okay? He knows that maybe his quickest path to a head coaching job would be to come to Washington. If he comes to Washington, if things go sour, if things go wrong with Ron Rivera, I'm telling you guys right now, Eric Bieniemy is the head coach. If Eric Bieniemy comes in for some reason, the team is not working, the team starts off slow. Let's say the team starts off, God forbid, a two and four record or five and two, I mean, two and seven or something, some kind of crazy record where nothing is working out. Do not be surprised if Ron Rivera is fired and Eric Bieniemy is the interim coach to where now you can show. Okay, what you made out of? Let's see what you look like as the guy calling the shots, just not offense, but defense, the whole entire nine yard. Let's see what you can do. And if he does well, he gets that job. It could be a, a scenario where maybe the team does some things and maybe the team falls short of the goal, whatever their goal is, whether it's nine wins, that should be the first goal, whether it's a, a playoff appearance, whether it's a, it's a playoff win or whatever the case may be. Let's say they fall short of the goal. And then the team says, you know what? Let's go a different direction. Ron Rivera out, be enemy in. So you look at it as a lateral move. Everybody's asking the same questions. Why would Eric be enemy want to leave Kansas City and come to Washington? He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. I think that he, he possibly feels like, look, he's done as much as he can, Right. What other jobs are available? Are there any other offensive coordinator jobs available? That's one. Two, maybe, like I said, philosophy has to match. Maybe he comes here and he gets to run the show, right? He comes in and says, hey, Ron Rivera, I'll get a few input from you, but I'm going to implement my offense. I'm going to show why I'm so creative. Everybody says, Andy, read this, Andy, read that. It'll give him an opportunity to show how creative he, he is. And it could just be a one-year thing. He comes in, if he does well, he's gone. He's gone. The, the minute this guy gets a head coaching job, he's gone. And if the Washington commanders know that this guy comes in, let's say he comes in and he turns the commanders to a top five offense, and that's what Sam Howell, you know how impressive that is? The commanders have a choice now. Do you retain Eric Bieniemy by giving him the head coaching position and firing Ron, or do you let him walk and go somewhere else? So I think all sides – have to communicate and kind of like figure out, okay, what is it that we're doing? I feel like Eric Bieniemy has outstayed his welcome in Kansas City. He's taking that team as far as he could. He's done all he could. All this guy wants is, a, is an opportunity. And obviously, yes, you can go to a whole nother place where you have a better offense, a better quarterback, but really what jobs are available? It all comes down to that, right? Because this guy was in the Super Bowl, he couldn't really get a lot of interviews until after the Super Bowl, right? Am I wrong or somebody let me know? So, I mean, when you look at the commanders, right, let's talk about the weapons. Let's, let's talk about what's good on the offense because there's a lot of things that are not good, okay? You have Terry McLaurin, good player. You have Jahan Dotson, a promising player. You have Curtis Samuel who can do some things. And also, Curtis Samuel's job isn't necessarily safe. If you have to cut money, he might be the guy that becomes expendable, especially if you can draft another guy or if Deami Brown emerges this year during camp. 
So there's all sorts of things that 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 the enemy can do. Then you look at the running back group. You have Ryan Robinson Jr. You have Antonio Gibson, and I, I figured they add another guy, but Jonathan Williams is, is in there right now, right? So you so you look at that. You look at the offensive line. You got some pieces. You got Cosme in there. Um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You have Leno, uh, a serviceable vet that's dependable that doesn't really miss games. So you look at that, right? And you say, okay, you got two pieces on offensive line, or you can call it a piece and a half, right? What are we working with? What what does what does the cap look like? Okay, Carson Wentz is gone, right? Cole Holcomb might not be resigned, so you you have you're gonna have a decent amount of cap, right? Now it's all about okay, what pieces? Logan Thomas is gone, so what kind of pieces can the enemy add to make this tailor made to the kind of offense he likes to run? So it's this tons of scenarios, tons of possibilities. There's not much that's so attractive about Washington, but what Ronka pitches like, look, the defense is good, the defense is stable, the defense is nice. We just need our offense to match the defense. The enemy can say, look, okay, I'm interested, but I need my own quarterback. I'm all in. You got to give this guy everything he wants. If he wants a quarterback, let's say the enemy wants Derek Carr. I don't want Derek Carr, but let, hey, let's say he wants Derek Carr. And he feels like, okay, you know what? If I bring in Derek Carr, I can run the kind of offense I want to run. Guess what? The team will do everything possible to get a team-friendly contract that accommodates Derek Carr. I figure Derek Carr is probably possibly looking for a contract maybe four or five years fully guaranteed. I don't think he gets a fully fully guaranteed deal. The best I possibly think that that, that the commanders can offer is a three-year fully guaranteed deal and maybe two years at the end as fluff. Five-year deal, three years fully guaranteed, uh, the other two fluff. So let's just say, or the enemy might, might say, hey, I want Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to. I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers has to bring. I, I, I don't know. The team can say, "Look, man, we're going all in." Ron Rivera can say, "You know what? Okay, I'm in." But like the the options that are available right now are not great in terms of the vet quarterbacks. You got Aaron Rodgers. You have you have Jimmy 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 Garoppolo. You have um, um, you know a few pieces here and there, but there's nobody really that that makes you go wow. But then it's is these veteran quarterbacks. For me personally, I'd rather go young. I'd rather go Sam Howell. I'd rather trade up in the draft and maybe get one of those guys that he feel is the guy. But trading up in the draft and having a Sam Howell, it doesn't really make any sense. Best case scenario, my opinion. This is my opinion. Y'all are more than welcome to comment. Let me know what you guys think. You rock with Sam Howell, who's on a rookie deal, right? You solidify the offensive line. At least the offensive line is in place. Even if Sam Howell does not work out, you can then now go get that next guy. Questions. Do you rock with uh, Taylor Heineke one more year as a backup? I don't know. So that's, I know it's it's a, it's long-winded, but these are some of the things that Eric B. Enemy is looking at. And, and from what I've seen, all the reports that I've seen today, uh, from Nikki and uh, all these different guys reporting, they're saying that, look, there's mutual interest, Okay. For the fact that he's still in the building tells me that this could be very close to getting done. This could be very close to getting done, but it's all going to be about control. Does Eric Bieniemy gets full control of the offense to run the offense how he sees fit? That's one. Two, does he have full control on the personnel? Is he working with the GM? We all know that Ron Rivera runs the show. We all know that Ron Rivera is a GM and a coach. 
is the team going to give Eric B and me full control? And that's what he's going to command. He's going to command full control. He wants to get his personnel. And they have to trust that B and me knows what he's doing. If not, what's the point of bringing this big shot here to help the offense when he doesn't have full control? So Mike Giusecki is a tight end. One thing, I can, one thing you can say about Eric Bieniemy is that he found ways to get Travis Kelsey the ball. Yes, Travis Kelsey's a beast. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is a beast. But he calls the plays. He has some creative ability to design some of these plays. Some of these plays are <clears throat> designed by Bieniemy. Whether it's Reed calling the plays or whether it's part-time calling for Bieniemy, doesn't matter. One thing we know is that he knows how to get the tight end the ball. So is he looking for a guy like a Dalton Schultz, a guy like a Mike Giusecki? I'm just throwing names out there. I'm just throwing out all possibilities. We all do know that Logan Thomas is done. Do they look for a tight end in a draft in the second, third round? There's all kinds of philosophies. That this, is, this is why this meeting is taking all day. They're going to talk about every single scenario. And at the end of the day, it's going to be up to Eric Bieniemy to know, hey, am I taking this job or not? Okay, that's one. Number two, he could be using this as leverage, saying, hey, Kansas City, yo, I'm close to getting this job. You guys are about to miss out on a good thing. Is there an agreement that we can come up with that if Andy if Andy Reid is to retire, I get the head coaching job? So he's weighing all of his options. He's like, hey, he might be tired of Kansas City. How can you be tired of winning? You can be tired of a situation. You want to, you always want to go job, you, you always want to go higher in your career, right? And if he's at Kansas City, he's here. Right. If Andy Reid wants to coach another three, four years, this is as far as, uh, you know, Eric goes. And then if he's trying to get head coaching jobs and nobody's giving, giving him head coaching jobs, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe now you take a detour. Hey, you go to Washington. You take a lateral job. You test it out. You see how it works. And then you prove your worth. If it doesn't work, then, OK, it's going to be OK. You you see, he couldn't even do this here. What makes you guys think that, that, that he can handle the rigors of being a head coach. So, so he has a lot to prove. And at the end of the day, this could be this could be nothing but good for Washington. Washington has nothing to lose. You're bringing in the guy. We all know that Scott Turner couldn't do anything. Like anybody is possibly better than Scott Turner. So even if you're bringing an Eric B in, and let's say it doesn't work, it, they, they, they don't get better or they don't reach their goals, it will still be better than where Scott Turner was to where Eric B is or it has taken the team. So it's a win-win for Washington. I would say, man, do not let this guy walk out of the building without a contract. Everybody's saying by tomorrow we're going to know who who like, you know, who the, you know, coordinator is and things of that nature. I'm also seeing some things on social media. My guy Josh Taylor, he says, "Why not Eric Bieniemy head coach, Greg Roman offensive coordinator?" Could be interesting. Could be interesting. So these are some of the things, but like, why would, so in order to, I mean, it's a lot, a lot could happen, right? We don't know when the team is, is going to get sold. When the owners come in, they have full control to do whatever they want to do. They can rebrand the team once again. They can change the name. They can move the team. I don't see them moving the team. If they move the team, they're going to lose a lot of fans like this, like, we have our colors. We have certain things going for us as Commanders fans. Some still like the name. Some hate the name. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. 
there's a possibility that, that they can change the name once again. There's a possibility that they can look at Ron Rivera and the crew there right now and say, you know what? Everybody's fired. From Jason Wright to Ron Rivera to Doug, everybody's gone. That's a possibility. And with that being said, you you like you then now can hire whoever you want to hire, but time is running out. Like things have to be in place. Free agency is coming. So that's why I feel go ahead and get Eric B enemy when the new owners come in or whatever, they'll decide the direction of this team in terms of coaching, philosophy. So yeah, it's just plenty of talks going on right now between Ron and and the crew with me and me. So it's it's just real interesting. Um, I just want to see an offense that can score. Like like before, it was like, hey, let's get a quarterback that can actually play. Right? Then it was like, okay, when Scott Turner came, we were like, okay, we were we were all excited. They told us a bunch of lies. Scott Turner and, and Ron Rivera told us a bunch of lies. They told us, hey man, we're gonna come in here. We're going to change the team. We're going to change the franchise. Some of the some of the things that Ron has promised has come to pass, but it's like there's still a lot of things that have not happened, right? You talk about how you're going to make this offense explosive, the Air Coriol offense. You're going to scheme people open. You're going to have the tight ends. Till now, we don't even have a tight end that's worth having. That's just my opinion. There's no tight end that's on that that is in the room right now that 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 excites me. Now, it could be, okay, these guys are young. Maybe these guys need some time to, you know, be who they need to be. I haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it yet. So something has to change in that in that, in, in that tight end group. Then you hear, oh, we're going to use Antonio Gibson, and it's going to be similar to uh, Christian McCaffrey. Now, we all, we all know we're not stupid. We all know that there's only one Christian McCaffrey. That's fine. But when you tell me that you're going to use Antonio Gibson like a Christian McCaffrey, and then you don't throw Antonio Gibson the ball, being that he was a former wide receiver at Memphis, right? You running this guy through the middle, he's fumbling, he's learning the position, and that's all Scott Turner, right? Or you're in situations where it's fourth and one and you pass, or it's fourth and five and you run. So Ron Rivera hired somebody who wasn't qualified. So these are some of the things that the owners are going to look at. Ron Rivera, you came in, you did some good things. I love Ron Rivera as a person, as a human, as a, as a man. He's he's awesome. As a head coach, I'm like this. I don't know. I'm 50-50. So that's pretty much what's going on. Um, I'm excited that we actually have news that's worth bringing up. Um, there's going to be some changes, and things can pop off either tonight or tomorrow. If we hire Eric Bieniemy tomorrow, I'll definitely come back and do a whole nother episode and break down what I expect from this group. Um, it's going to be interesting. Will we keep Sam Howell as the starter? Will we draft a quarterback even in that 16 range? Like I expect maybe an Anthony Richardson to be there, but is Anthony Richardson really better than Sam Howell? Like how? Like what's what's the timeline? What's the plan? Are we going to groom this guy? Anthony Richardson right now is a guy that's going to take a year or two to develop. Like, do we have a year or two? Is the team guaranteeing Ron a year or two? Okay. Ron is headed, what, into year four, and we still haven't seen anything. We, we have seen no fruits. Like, we just continue to be mediocre. We haven't been bad enough to get into the top ten, but we haven't been good enough to do anything. So it's kind of like being stuck in the middle and not being able to improve. So do the commanders trade up? Do they draft somebody at 16? 
Um, do they sacrifice future picks to then move up? We, we, I mean, we have done that before with a guy like RG3. My whole thing is if we're going to get a quarterback, get a guy who's a pocket passer but has the ability to run. I don't like the scrambling quarterbacks. Sam Howell can scramble, but he's built for that. You know, he's the way the way that, that he's built, he reminds me of a Russell Wilson type build. And those guys are smart when they do run the ball. So those are all the things that they're going to be assessing. And then personnel-wise, the receivers are there. The offensive line need work. The RB room could possibly need a game-changing back. We have two guys that are good, but, but we need a guy that is great. Um, defense, there's still pieces missing. There's going to be guys that you don't pay. Cole Holcomb, I think he's gone. Like I, I think the team cannot afford to pay a Cole Holcomb. You're going to have to draft or find somebody cheaper or within range. Okay. Then you look at the, the back end. Cam Curl is he's due to get paid soon, if not uh this year. Um, then you have sweat, you have the whole Chase Young thing. So it's lots of question marks with this team. Lots of different things have to be done, and then we have to assess everything because to be honest, with this team and how much money we're pumping into that defensive line, like Ron Payne, what happens with him? So lots of questions, and we really have to decide the direction of this team. Are we letting go of some guys? Are we building? Are we a quarterback away? Are we a beginning me and QB away from contending for a Super Bowl? Yes, I said Super Bowl. If you're not contending for a Super Bowl or trying to get there, then what is the point? Like every single year, every single year you're doing the same exact thing and you're getting no results. That's insanity, right? So. Lots to, uh, uh, to to uncover as the days go on, as the months go on, as we approach free agency. That's also going to tell the, tell us the direction of the team and also the draft. So who are we targeting free agent-wise? Are we going to be wise? Are we going to spend money in-house? So all these questions will be answered in the upcoming days, in the upcoming weeks. This is your guy, Manny. This is Talking Commanders with Manny. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Please like if you're watching on YouTube. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Please follow me on Apple, Spotify. Leave me a rating. Leave me a review. I appreciate it. I'm going to catch you guys on the next episode. I'm out. Peace.